Hello, and welcome to the DIY Investing Podcast. My name is Trey Henniger, and I'm your host. My wife and I recently welcomed our first child into the family, so I am currently on paternity leave. My primary priority right now is to spend some time with the newest member of our family and take care of my wife. Therefore, today's episode will be short and focused. I'll have a few episodes like this over the next month or so, where my goal is to impart some investing knowledge in five minutes or less. In today's episode, I want to discuss why I don't invest in Russia or China. So let's dive right on in. Two key characteristics are shared by Russia and China. The first is high government ownership of key businesses. It is not uncommon in Russia and China to see the, to see the government of the country own parts of the business. Often when reviewing different investments in Russia, I've looked and seen that the government owns, let's say, 60% of the business or 75% of the business, and they have some public portion of the business also listed on the stock market. I don't like this setup as a public market investor because I believe it can lead to mistakes being made from the perspective of the passive investor. For instance, one key area of concern is that high government ownership of the business could lead to corruption. If the government owns a significant part of the business, then they are able to appoint the leaders of the business. Therefore, the political power is able to influence how the business is run. The business could be influenced to make uneconomic investments because the government owns the purse strings that pay the CEO and other members of the board of directors. That's a big concern as a passive investor because when the government's able to make those decisions, they're influencing them in terms of making decisions not for reasons that lead to higher returns. Could be due to party politics, it could be to buy votes in certain elections, all sorts of reasons can come into play besides maximizing the rate of return that investors can receive. The second key characteristic that is shared by Russia and China is that I can't trust the numbers. When I'm reviewing the balance sheet and income statements of businesses in Russia and China, I simply have to ignore whether those numbers are right. There are simply too many stories of corporate frauds being common in both of these countries. That's not to say that any one company that you're looking, like, looking at is a fraud or that their numbers aren't accurate. But the presence of frauds is higher in those countries than the presence of those in the United States. While most frauds in the United States are found out eventually, and they do exist, you're talking about a significantly low percentage, well below 1%. From my experience in reviewing companies in Russia and China, the, ha the level of number manipulation is much higher. And I think this is in large impact due to the communist governments of these countries, and that it causes me to be antsy about whether my money is even safe being invested in those country, countries and companies at all. A lot of people have been able to make a lot of money investing in Russia and China, but they're not for me because I think both countries lack key property rights, and that's the rights that protect the investor investing in these businesses. The businesses could be taken over by the government. The government has too much say in how those businesses can be run. They might be able to be granted and removed monopolies operating in certain areas. And that's just a major concern for me when I'm risking my hard-earned capital. 
In summary, if you are going to make any investment, you need to be sure that your principal is safe and that a reasonable return on your investment is likely. Lack of strong property rights threatens my principal and government control of businesses threatens my reasonable rate of return. I want to end with two key call of actions for you today. First, write down a list of every country which you will exclude from investing for reasons such as this or similar ones, and then stick to it. Second is a personal request. The best support you can give me right now is simply to give this podcast a rating and review in your podcast player. It is my hope that taking some paternity leave for my new baby won't threaten the success of this podcast, and I ask you for your support during this time. I'm going to have a call to action in each of the podcasts that I release during my paternity leave, one that helps you become a better investor, and one how you can help me during this time. Thank you for listening, and stop paying fees, start building wealth. The DIY Investing Podcast is presented for general informational and entertainment purposes only. I have not considered your specific situation or risk profile, and I have not provided investment advice. The information presented on the DIY Investing Podcast should not be construed as investment advice. The views and opinions expressed on the DIY Investing Podcast are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the show's host or sponsors. DIY Investing, its producers, sponsors, and host, Trey Hinegar, shall not be liable for losses resulting from investment decisions based upon information or viewpoints presented on the DIY Investing Podcast.